Good evening. Welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and tonight I am in focus with the shell game. Here comes the judge. The music I'm listening to tonight, um, when we say things are not new, that most things are done, have been done before, it's interesting when I see a lot of young violinists um, in the last 10 years or so, you see them in talent shows sometimes, they're playing the jazz violin and the jazz cello, and the instruments are nice and pretty and all new and all of that. Well, this is Jean-Luc Ponty from France. Um, I believe at Ranchier, France, someplace like that, but his name is Jean-Luc Ponty. He broke the mold in the late 60s and the early 70s for jazz and rock as far as violin goes. Basically, he created the sound. Um, there was another violin player after him, uh, Noel Pointer, that also did really well. But this guy ended up working with uh, Chick Corea, the Return to Forever group, which was a brilliant jazz rock fusion group with uh, Chick Corea, uh, Stanley Clark, Steve Gadd, one of my favorite drummers that actually ended up working with uh, Steely Dan, and Al Demiola, great guitar player, Lenny White, another great drummer, and this guy, John Luponte. The song is Mirage from the 1977 album, Enigmatic Ocean. Okay, got that out the way. Here's the deal. There's so much going on with this impeachment thing, and a lot of it deserves to be paid attention to. We have to pay attention to these things. But that's not what I want to talk about tonight. See, if you know anything about a shell game, you understand that there's, in its, in its basic form, there are three cups and one pea, one shell under the cup. So the, the idea or the gist of the game is to, I'm hiding the shell from you out of these three cups. You have to pick and choose which cup the shell is in. Now, the game itself means that it's, it's kind of weighed heavily to the person who's running the game, but that's why we call it the shell game. So, with that being said, and again, my 45 disclaimer is for any of us to believe that this presidency was going to be a positive thing for the country, you have to buy into the assertion that a rich, old, white man who never worked for anybody in his life was all of a sudden going to do something to help everybody in the country. Sheriff of Nottingham turns to Robin Hood. Shit ain't happened, ain't never happening. But, getting back to this, you know what, I will say this though, I won't say anything else about the impeachment thing, but I will say this. I listened to some of the senators talk about the trial, and they've already, that, that's coming up after the uh, House does this impeachment thing, the Senate will have to hold a trial. And the senators, there's, some of them are saying that they won't look at the information, some of them are saying that they're already planning to acquit, some of them are saying that they don't, they don't care, they know what they're going to do regardless of what information comes up in the trial. But it made me think about something else. Most of us who have ever had to serve jury duty, they ask you questions like, have you heard about the, whatever trial it is you're gonna proceed over or, or be part of? They ask you things like, can you have a 
open mind about certain things. They ask you all of these questions and you have to take off work to go serve honestly and legitimately. But here are paid U.S. senators who are already telling us that they're not even going to take this thing seriously. A trial full of white men and they've already decided the verdict. Gee, that's never happened before. Think about that, y'all. That's the top of the food chain, supposedly. Okay, but I'm coming back. Here's where I want to go today. When I say the shell game, there's so much going on out front. But a lot of real damage is being done in the shadows. As of today, I believe, 45 has appointed 170 judges. 170. Um, And they've been approved. Uh, Two Supreme Court judges, 48 appellate court judges, 118 district court judges, and two U.S. international trade judges. That's important for a man who has ties and businesses overseas. Now, two things about these appointments. Number one, it's, it's at a kind of a record-setting pace for appointing judges by any one president, first-term president. Uh, number two, the none of us would probably be overly surprised at the racial breakdown of the judges he's appointed. Um, for example, there are maybe 87 judicial nominees, and I believe they're judges for life. Um, out of that 87 that have been approved and are, are serving, there's one black, there's one Hispanic, there are five Asians, and there are 80 whites. Um, out of the uh, total of 170 that he has appointed, I believe there are no more in total, there are no more than maybe five whites. I mean, I'm sorry, five blacks. Five whites, we'd all scream. There's, there's no more than maybe five blacks appointed. Now, this stuff is greatly important. Um, here's the deal, and, and you have to look at it in this, in this, in this mindset. Um, when the majority in a country becomes the minority there's a lot of ways things can be handled in the next 20 years in the United States of America I believe the the population of white people will not be the dominant population anymore it'll be more black and brown people in this country than it will be white people natural progression so for some of us to want to hold on to things that have always been what's a good way to control the next 20, 30, 40 years of laws, of policies. The way to do that is the court system. So you appoint all of these brand new judges and the thing is, most of them are lifetime appointments. 
I know more than half of them are lifetime appointments. So they're putting in these 40 to 50 to late 30 year old people. And in many cases, they have no court experience. They've never been in a trial. They've never done a deposition. It's a lot of things that, from my understanding, and, and some of them are not even, are giving very unfavorable ratings by the American Bar Association. But the Senate, majority being Republican, and this is Mitch McConnell, this makes his dick hard. This is the kind of stuff he loves. They approve everybody that Trump puts up. And Trump's not putting them up not like he knows what he's talking about. They're coming from the Federalist Society. People that they say, here, put in these places. Uh, two district court judges recently appointed were, were um, worked for Kavanaugh. So everybody bumps up a little bit. Okay, a lot of us might not be up on how the system, what the system is, and why this is so important. There are 94 district courts in the United States. Okay? These district courts feed into 12 or 13, I believe, appellate courts. In other words, if you go to court in, in your district and there's something that you want to overturn or something you want to challenge, you go to the appellate courts. Those 12 or 13 appellate courts feed into U.S. district courts. So you go uh, district courts, appellate courts, U.S. circuit courts. I'm sorry, the circuit courts make the final decision. If we're stacking all of these courts that are going to make final decisions or decisions on policies or decisions on legalities and decisions on, on patents and copyrights. If we're stacking all of these courts with unqualified narcissistic appointments um, just to keep like-minded people in position to keep things in a like-minded way it's hard to progress. Um, this again is Jean-Luc Ponty. It's um, Don't Let the World Pass You By from 1977. So you understand what I'm saying? It's hard to progress if the people who are now in running the, controlling the court system, making these court, you know, if, if you have to appeal something from a, a, a U.S. district court, if it has to be appealed, it goes to the appellate court. If the appellate court is full of Trump appointees who have no desire to learn if not even function on the right side of the law is just the side they wish our growth is stagnant how does that work when 80 to 85 percent of the judges are white in a country where the majority of the people will soon be of color how does that work and does that work for everybody? But see, we're, we're watching all of these theatrics go on. We see the rallies. Uh, impeachment has to happen. Yes, that's a legality. It's, we're a country of laws. You broke the law, you have to do it. I don't care what people say about well, it's thickness and that. You go through it and you do it. But in the meantime, with all of that stuff being out front, behind the scenes, Behind the scenes, stuff is being done that sticks. And for anybody 28 of voting age, you need to understand these laws affect you for the next 30 years. 
See, we just believe that things will naturally progress a lot of times. And things will get better because people get better. And, they, and, and, and we all grow and we all evolve. Well, some of us, we're stuck here, guys, because laws are put in place 100 years ago that kept us stuck here. By the people who made the laws. The judges. The people who made the laws. So this same situation is happening right now. We're putting in a lot of judges. Some of them, I believe, at least a quarter, 25% of them, are not qualified for the jobs they've had. Many of these judges have not even held a trial, have not even been part of a trial. Prosecution or defense. But they had jobs for life. And the jobs were more or less, I'm not saying they didn't work for them, but many of these jobs are jobs of favor. Because they look at like-minded people to get like-minded decisions on things long after cocaine niche is gone. And that's and that's where we have to understand. That's why I, I want to harp on the fact that everybody's got a dog in this fight. Um, 20 years from now, if your kids stopped in traffic, who knows what the laws are going to be? But But we also know the likelihood of what they're going to be if we know who's deciding them, if we know who's making them, if we know who's creating the laws. That's the thing, that's the thing. We're putting ourselves in a position to have the same things go on, regardless of how many people, what color or, or whatever here. Doesn't matter. This is uh, Brian Culverson. Um, from 1977 Secrets album. It's called On My Mind. And things are changing from a ground roots perspective. Um, when the president goes to red states like Kentucky and Louisiana the day before an election and says, do this for me, and then he loses, people are of the right mind, are getting of the right mindset. But while that's happening Step by step, these judges are being put in place for as long as they're alive. Their lifetime appointments to appellate courts. The courts that you go to appeal what you know might be wrong that happened in the district courts. I'm just saying. We don't pay attention to this. Um, what we call news doesn't give us this a lot. And, and, and some of us are misinformed. Some of us are misinformed. But a lot of us are uninformed. Misinformed is a choice. You're making a choice to be uninformed too. As if these things are not important to what you do every day. See, here's the thing about that I that I believe. That I that I don't know when I started doing it, but it was a different world when I was in high school. Um, there are some kids with that mentality now where they understand that they have a power in a voting block that can change things in one state. And what a lot of us count on, sadly, for that not to happen is that they don't have the attention span for it. Think about that. 
We are given devices that there, there's hope that these devices will take our mind off of what's important long enough for it not to be important anymore. But it is. But if you don't see it while the fight's going on, then you can't say nothing when the fight's over. So we have devices, and these same devices now that we have, be it cell phones, computers, whatever they are, we can get the same information. We can become informed through these devices too. We just gotta choose to. And one way I think that we choose to become informed is when we know that these things hit your front door. They can come at you personally. Whether you're in Colorado, Washington, California, North Carolina, Mississippi, it can come right to your door because they are insulating the laws with people who know very little about the law. But they are put there for that particular reason to vote a particular way. That's just the way I see it. Think about it now, 170 judges appointed by 45 since he's been in office. Um, 85 Senate confirmed. This Senate, this Senate, see, they're just funneling things through 45. It's, it's a buddy system. But what is the buddy system about? Is it about the country? Or is it about a portion of the country? Is it about all the people? Or is it about a certain type of people? Not saying it always hasn't been, but it doesn't always have to be. We need to stay informed. Misinformed, if you want to be corrected, you can find corrections for that. But when we're not informed, we're not involved. This is my life. This is your life. And whether you want to address it or not, that's a major part of it. Protect your children. Let them learn to protect themselves. Understand what's happening in the judicial system of the United States of America. It's taking a step back. We got to push it forward again. And we can't do this until we start to talk about it. Talk to your friends. Have your friends talk to you. This is the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. Have a good night.